Good evening, my lovelies, and welcome to another episode of Cerberus. I apologize for not being here yesterday on Thursday. Tonight is Friday. Um, life sometimes happens, and we all know how that is. Um, but I did not forget about you. Please don't think I ever do. I promised that I would be here and do my show for you all, and so I shall. And um, so I do really, truly appreciate you for listening. Um, tonight, I am not doing a badass female. I am doing something a little bit different. You see, I don't want to... Um, do just my series on my badass women of history i want to do them and have other shows in between and so tonight's show is something that i wanted to talk about because i have basically heard a good bit about it here recently um i'm in a lot of different witchy groups on facebook and I mostly just lurk. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a lurker. I don't really participate in a lot of things like that because I'm there to learn. I'm there to hear from people and just get experiences and feel out. And if there's something that I feel I can add to, then I'll message or I'll comment, um, more so comment. But um, for the most part, I lurk and I learn. And um, from time to time, I'll put in my two cents, and on one of these things that I was lurking, we were talking about um, smokable herbs. Now, of course, everybody knows about tobacco and marijuana, um, clove even, things that you can smoke and you get your buzz or your high from. And I was really interested in this thread because I I do smoke CBD. Mind you, the CBD that I bought when I originally started this was Isolate. And I know I've talked about this before, um, but I, I bought the Isolate in order to still, just in case there was a random drug test where I was working, um, so I could have the benefits of the CBD without the risk of, you know, missing something if necessary um, such as heaven forbid I hurt myself on the job and I have to take a drug test thing is is that isolate doesn't work as well as regular CBD that has a little bit of THC in it the reason is because it's a chemical reaction in your brain CBD brings you down THC brings you up and you need both to really have that i might have gotten that backwards folks but i believe cbd is down and thc is up um you need both to really kind of alleviate the issues that i deal with um namely depression and anxiety and a little bit of insomnia 
Um, so most of what you can get over the counter at your typical smoke shop is going to be within legal limit. Now, with that being said, of course, certain states have recreational use legal and other states have simply medicinal use legal. And of course, CBD is medicinal. And of course, you can't get the real stuff unless you go to a dispensary. Um, and I, by the real stuff, I mean pot, marijuana. Um, so in the looking of seeing what you can add to it, I have for a while now, I have um, added lavender to it because one of the first um, things I actually used was an already rode rolled cigarette of, um, it was CBD with lavender in it. And that was the most perfect, um, like calming, most amazing thing that I had ever done. And I slept so well that night. And so lavender definitely is a huge help for me. I also sometimes put mint in it if I'm feeling particularly, um, like needing to be cleaned out or like if I want the actual um, properties of mint, like relieving of nausea, I have a lot of problem with nausea. Um, and so sometimes I'll add mint to it when I grind it up to put into my bowl. Now, when I buy stuff, a lot of times I will just buy the little cigarettes that are already made, um, especially if I'm going for something like an actual, like, um, mild high from something that has more THC in it. But if I'm wanting just to relax and sleep better, I use my bowl, which my pipe is a terminated quartz. It's a point that has little divot drilled into it and it, it has the properties of quartz and tourmaline. So of course, tourmaline banishes and absorbs negativity. And quartz, of course, amplifies all good thoughts, all good things. So as I'm smoking the CBD through my tourmalated quartz, it imbues the smoke with all of the good things that you would get from a tourmalated quartz. And that's why I chose that one. I do intend to get other ones. Um, the shop that I got it from also had Labradorite and um, Tiger's Eye, which Tiger's Eye and I don't always get along. We have to be in the right mood. Um, and also, of course, they had Amethyst and Rose Quartz, which Rose Quartz and Amethyst are two of my favorite stones, and Labradorite's up there, too. Um, heaven forbid I find a Moonstone one, then it's all over. Moonstone is my Achilles heel for a lot of things, and I don't really have any, just a couple Moonstone pieces of jewelry, but uh, for the most part, I don't own a lot of Moonstone, so... Um, that is something that I would absolutely love because I always, always smoke on a full moon. If I miss the full moon, then, um, I don't quite feel right because to me it's a ritual. I smoke on the full moon, especially before I do any kind of ritual. I, I smoke for the simple sake of, um, feeling that kind of mellowness and also I feel like smoke depending on what kind of smoke that you use for what have you, is good for cleansing. And I use that a lot in my home for cleansing. I actually have found that using the CBD cleanses for me 
better than sage. I could burn a sage bundle all day, any day, but to me, it doesn't cleanse my space as well as taking the smoke from the CBD that I'm smoking and blowing it through my home, which imbues it with my essence as well as different elements. If I'm using my pipe, that's earth. Of course, air is the smoke. Fire is the fire for the actual burning. And water comes in my saliva, which comes out when you when you blow. So of course it's all of the elements up together as well as my spirit, which is typically my element. You've got earth, air, fire, water, spirit. I typically tend to gravitate towards spirit more so than any of the others. Um, being me and being myself and who I am, it just makes more sense. I mean, I'm an Aquarius. I, uh, also have a oh excuse me my moon sign is virgo my rising is pisces so it's a lot of interesting stuff going on in my chart as well as my personality um so that's what tends to work for me so you can see why i was so interested in what i what i was reading from that group of you know different things that you can add to the herb or just smoke without adding to that herb because not everybody's going to want to actually smoke the CBD or pot if you're into that um, or even tobacco if you're into that um, not everyone's going to be interested in that so some of the things that I had found were just lists of different kind of plants now all of these plants are you know, things that typically you can grow if you wanted to. But before, and I'm, I'm going to say this very seriously, before you go adding these to your own regimen, or smoking them on their own, or mixing them together, do your research. Some of these plants and herbs can interact with medications. They can interact with um, your special diet, if you have a specific diet, and they can interact with each other. So before you go adding any of this, please, please, please do your own research. One in particular is St. John's wort that is known to interact with certain medications. So please, before you go adding this sort of thing, pay attention to what you are already putting into your body um, because it is a very important thing that you pay attention to what is going on in your body for your health. So. I'm going to go ahead and start reading off different herbs. Now, <clears throat> there are no particular order, but um, the first one is Labellia. It is a lovely, pretty purplish flower, and it helps to calm the mind and relax the body. St. John's Wort um, is known for promoting a positive mental attitude. Black Cohosh relieves nervousness and anxiety. Skullcap contains plant compounds that help the brain produce more endorphins. Skullcap is another one that I know can and will interact with certain medications. Hyssop helps with clearing mucus congestion in the lungs associated with COPD. Catnip. You can also make a tea out of catnip, and you can make a tea out of a lot of these same herbs. Um, catnip has a soothing and relaxing effect on the digestive system. 
Korean ginseng, stimulating energy and helping the body to deal with stress. Blue vervain is a natural tranquilizer. Um, oat straw or oat seed is one of the best remedies for stress, nervous, de nervous debility, and exhaustion. Um, oat is also something that is wonderful to add to baths for moisturizing. Um, I don't know if you've had, um, what is it, chicken pox before, but oatmeal baths, I remember taking them when I was a kid. I remember having chicken pox as a kid. Holy Toledo, was it bad? But oat is very good for moisturizing. So you can make a tea that has oat in it. I'm not sure how that would taste. Um, but you can. You can add it to your bath water for moisturizing. Um, and you can use it in different tinctures that you use for your face. Um, just be careful with any kind of mixtures here as always. Peppermint helps alleviate nausea. Um, so again, that can be used in a tea. And then we have Blue Lotus which helps with spiritual or lucid dreams, and it helps with the nervous system. Mugwort enhances and improves the recollection of dreams. So that's something that you can use, blue lotus and or mugwort, you can use before going to bed if you want to remember your dreams. Um, there's Indian Warrior, which is a muscle relaxer and a sleep aid. Um, Go-to Cola improves mental clarity, used for respiratory and skin infections. Wild Daga is a muscle relaxer and euphoric effect. Mullein clears lungs, is a decongestion, um, treats cold and cough redu symptoms, reduces inflammation, soothes infected and inflamed lungs. So Mullein, I believe, if I am not wrong, but I believe this is one of those herbs that would have been burnt in kind of the days before the time when we had access to regular doctors, they believed in burning herbs in the room of a sick person to help to um, alleviate some of the um, illnesses. And so this is one of those herbs that I believe they used to use. Um, we've got clove, which relieves congestion, headaches, and colds and flus. Also, clove is one that is really nice and helpful if you have a toothache and you happen to have clove around, you can soak on a clove. S not soak, ha, suck on a clove. And you can just basically put it in that area with that sore tooth and just suck on it. It's also one of the active ingredients in um, original um, clove extract is one of the active ingredients in the original Orogel for that same reason. Um, spearmint soothes the senses, sharpens the mind, um, it helps with congestion of the nose, throat, and the sinuses. There's red raspberry. Now, I'm not sure if it's the fruit or the flower here, but um, I know that the fruit is in fact an antioxidant, um, but the what is listed here is that it also neutralizes nicotine present in the blood and reduces blood sugar levels. Damiana helps against depression, anxiety, and nervousness. It's also an aphrodisiac, calming and calms headache relief. Now, aphrodisiacs just, that's if you believe in them or not, but uh, if you do, then go for it. 
Calendula increases clarity, um, helps with the remembrance of dreams and is anti-inflammatory. You've got passion flower, which is calming. It puts you in a sedative-like sleep. It also helps with pain relief. Um, lavender, of course, is calming. It's a stress reliever. It gives you relaxation and it helps with headaches and migraines. Rose, which if you know me at all, I love rose flowers. I love the flowers from roses. I think they're beautiful. I love them growing in plants, especially like wild roses. However, the smell of like rose perfume or rose water is heinous to me. I absolutely hate it. So I have a lot of rose petals left over from over the years, um, roses that I have dried and kept, and you can smoke those. But for me, that perfume rose smell is probably one of the worst perfumes out there. <laughs> um, but rose gives antioxidant properties. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps with depression and anxiety and increases your libido. Um, so I may have to start adding rose to some of what I do. And then the last one, and I saved it for last because quite frankly, I'm not sure how to pronounce this properly, but Kalia Zekatechichi. Oh goodness. Kalia Zekatechichi. I really hope I'm saying that right. I'm sure I'm butchering it and I, I'm very sorry for that. Um, but it gives elusive dreams sharpens your senses your mental clarity it relieves cold and flu symptoms helps with skin infections and dermatitis so that is my lovely list of herbs that you can add to what you're already smoking if you are smoking or you can smoke it on their own or if like i said you do your research you can see what does not interact badly with each other or with what you're already taking and add them together and smoke them as they are. Um, obviously, this sort of thing, some people feel a natural high from some of these herbs. I, for one, when I burn sage and I breathe in the smoke, I tend to feel a high from that. Um, it's not what I go for, it's not what I mean to do, but it in fact happens. So this is not a way of me saying, hey, smoke this, you'll get high. This is me saying, this is medicine. This is something medicinal that you can, in fact, use to help yourself get through this life that we live because this world is difficult. This world is hard and there's a lot going on in all of our lives. And quite frankly, it's one of those things that definitely we need help sometimes. So this is something that might be able to help you. And like I said, I got this from that group that I'm in, and I'm very interested in it. Um, another thing that that kind of ties in with is, you know, you're helping yourself with all these different symptoms. You help yourself with the anxiety, the depression, the sleep, insomnia, the dream recollection, all of that. When you do these things, it also goes hand in hand with shadow work. I know I've talked about this before in the past, um, but shadow work, again, is working on things inside of you that you need to fix. Um, basically, shadow work is when you explore the depths of your soul in order to help yourself heal and grow. It is 
um, a practice anyone can do. It's based on the theory that we have a shadow inside of us that we have to be conscious of. And that's why it's called shadow work. Um, basically, our shadow is the parts of ourselves that we don't like. Things that we hide, that we repress, that we push down into our subconscious, that we just aren't very fond of, aren't very proud of. And you have to embrace yourself. You have to bring these things to the surface and heal from them. You have to understand yourself. You have to learn how to live authentically and in the moment and live for yourself and not for anybody else and learn how to heal yourself. And these things, especially aggression, fear, toxic traits, flaws, shame, selfishness, things of that nature, these are all things that we have to face within ourselves. We all have them. Every person has the capacity to be a terrible person or a wonderful person. And we're not always one and we're not always the other. And in fact, at some point, we will be terrible and some places we will be wonderful. But it's a matter of finding that part inside yourself that you don't like, that you feel is um, toxic, that you feel needs worked on, and healing yourself from past trauma. We all have trauma, whether it be from our childhood, um, from things that have happened later on in life, from school, from work, um, from people that you thought were friends. And then there's also generational trauma. Oh, excuse me. And one generational trauma in my family is, quite frankly, um, having children far too young and not working through your own mental health issues. Um, my mother, she was 30 when she had me, so for her, I guess it's not too young, but she was still too young to have had children while not having done work on herself. Her mother had children far too young, and her mother had children young as well, and in my family, people don't work on themselves. They have children, then they focus on the children, and they explode at the worst possible time. And me, granted, I'm 32. I don't have any children unless you count my lovely little boys, my dog and my kitty, and I don't have them. And I'm working on myself to make sure that if I ever do have one, if I'm ever blessed by the goddess to give birth to a lovely child, I will be more prepared than my foremothers, that I will be able to treat them with the compassion that they deserve. Because I've been through so much, and I've been working on myself, and yes, there's a really long way to go, and yes, there are days that I can't handle anything. Um, there are days that I can't even really handle getting out of bed, but you have to. And so I feel that I am helping to break that generational trauma in and of myself by waiting till I'm older to have children and by working on myself um, in order to kind of make myself a better person before that happens. Now, mind you, would I have had children before now if I could have? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to be a mother. I feel like I would be a good mother, although probably a little hovery. <laughs> but um, I would love that opportunity. 
But as of right now, I have not been blessed with that opportunity, and that's for the best. Um, but shadow work is a vital part of our spiritual journey. No matter what spiritual path you travel, you have to do the work on yourself in order to grow. Um, you have to know yourself in order to move forward in your life. And so it's one of those things that I really recommend that people do and really pay attention to. You might not even know of it as shadow work. It could just be you go to see a therapist once a week, once a every couple weeks. It could be that you are keeping a journal and writing down things, excuse me, that make you happy or working on things that bother you. It is not a shameful thing to seek help in finding yourself and coming to terms with things that have happened in your past and that you yourself have done. And so the thought that I want to leave you all with, and I know that this is kind of a short show, but I'm very tired and I've yawned twice now and once again, oh, excuse me, is that to know oneself is to be. And you need to be able to know all of yourself to truly know yourself. So my recommendation to you is please look inside, do that work, and see who you are and come to terms with who you are and heal your traumas. And as well, also please, 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 if you choose to try out any of the herbs that I've talked about tonight, please make sure that you clear it with your doctor before you do so, and please do your research ahead of time. Yes, I believe in holistic medicine in every way that you can. However, you must have holistic and conventional medicine to heal yourself. Okay? Please understand that. You can't cure everything with herbs. And you can't cure everything with regular medicine. You need both, in my honest opinion. So. Thank you so much, my lovelies, for listening to me. Um, thank you so much for being here with me for another episode. Next week, we will resume the Badass Women of History. I'm not going to tell you who because I haven't decided who yet, but I have a very, very, very long list. And so there are many, many, many more episodes coming up. So please stay tuned for that. As always, I thank you for everything. Have a wonderful week. Do well with yourself and others, and remember that you are loved more than all the stars in the sky.